VR Co. is a building resources and construction company that incorporates innovation and technology to the world of building. Through the professionals of the building industry and your single point of contact for all things building. Visit their website at brco.com to explore their recent work like the completion of the Thompson Autism Center for Chalk Children's Hospital in Orange County. BR Co. Building things that matter and proud supporters of the Angel Baseball Foundation. Ah, yes, BR Co. wants to wish everyone out there all the best during these very difficult times. With that said, it's Monday, and you know what that means. BR Co. is a proud sponsor of Madden Mondays. Hey, Halo Hawks, it's time for Madden Monday with Angels manager Joe Madden and Sports Lodge host Roger Lodge. Um, you, you have to be empathetic and you have to be sincere and you have to have a good Yeah, the fact that you may have to answer some difficult questions, have difficult conversations with players. Uh, I'm there to listen. I love it. Joe Madden joins the Sports Lodge every Monday at 320 and 520 on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. All right, with that said, here is the three-time manager of the year, two-time World Series champion is our guy, Angel Skipper Joe Madden. Joe, I'll start with the most important question first. What was the Mm -hmm. best part of Father's Day for you? The best part of Father's Day was cooking um, an Australian ribeye tomahawk on the grill. That was outstanding. Um, did that last night. Uh, did my bike ride. I had kind of a typical normal day. Um, and then I did the ribeye. The ribeye was fantastic. An Australian ribeye tomahawk. Yeah. Can you go into a little more detail on what that is? Trader Joe's. It's this big thing that you want to have a big dog when you're done. And uh, when you're done with it, you got this gargantuan bone um, that uh, you need a German Shepherd or St. Bernard. I mean, our neighbor here is Boomer. The, uh, he's got a, a English bulldog. We have those, but they can't handle it. Their stomachs aren't good. So we're looking. We're in search of a, a big dog. Our neighbors took Brady. Brady right down the street. A German Shepherd's not around right now. So I'm in search of a big dog to give a big ribeye bone to. It's outstanding. Oh, that dog must have been in heaven after getting that thing. Yeah. Joe, yesterday I went to Home Depot. Let me tell you why. Uh-huh. Because my late great stepfather, Bob Lodge, former power forward out of Washington State, his he was mm-hmm. his absolute happiest when he was in the lumber department of Home Depot. So I went there yesterday with my morning cup of coffee. And I did a little tribute to him there, shot a video. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, not to get too personal here, but... How much of your Father's Day, Joe, was spent thinking and talking about your late great father, Joe Senior? Yeah, well, we uh, went around the horn with uh, you know, my sons, uh, uh, Carmine and Mark, and then, uh, of course, Jay. My wife never got to meet him, uh, but um, she's heard a lot about him. And her pop, her pop, Ted, uh, good man, passed away. Uh, yeah, so it's it goes around the horn constantly. It, Yes, uh, family, relatives connected, um, and yeah, we all. Uh, whenever, whenever you talk about my pop, you always talk about his smile and his patience, and he did. He loved kids, man. This guy, if he brought him a baby, he would take the baby and he'd go find the nearest mirror and just stand there with the baby in front of the mirror. And just got a kick out of that. He was he was great with kids. Oh, that's awesome. I'll never forget you pulling out your dad's beaten up angel hat after you won the World Series in 2016 as the manager of the Cubs. And I think you were with Chris Singleton, maybe, and you, you're you wearing an angel cap. 
Uh, did you break <laughs> out your dad's angel cap yesterday? I did not break it out, but it's up in the closet. Um, whenever I dress, it's right there in my bag. It's never uh, very far from me. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, man. It's been in that. What did he know? It's almost what eighteen years now that he's gone. Um, so it's been in my bag for eighteen years. Wow, that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, okay, Joe, so the players voting today on whether or not to accept the owner's offer of a 60-game season. Uh, what do you know about it? Um, I, I All I've read is that they did not uh, go for it, from what I'm reading, uh, but I, I also believe that something will occur relatively soon. I, I do, but something will give. I mean, I, I've been on the Zoom calls even this morning, uh, with our staff, with my staff, and uh, where we have everything in order. We're ready to rock and roll. We laid out workouts, laid out names. Um, we made assignments like who's doing what and when, uh, just like we would going into regular spring training. So I'm, I am, we are proceeding like it's going to happen relatively soon. We don't want to be, as you would say, ambushed by just like this, um, this all, all of a sudden you get a call and you got to be there in a couple of days. We, we want to stay ahead of that as much as we can. There'll be travel issues, of course, and maybe somebody might be a day or two late because of that. And there's other things to consider, uh, whether or not somebody just may philosophically disagree and choose not to come or cannot based on uh, maybe some medical conditions. But we need to stay ahead of it, and that's what we're doing. I've asked you this about three weeks in a row now, but it's even more uh, relevant now because, you know, we've we've heard there were two players in the organization who tested positive for the coronavirus. We have an NBA player coming out today and saying he's not comfortable going down to Orlando. Have you gotten an indication from a particular player on your 40-man roster that he does not feel safe uh, about playing? Have not. Um, what I've done so far is I've spoken to the, uh, I call them the lead bulls, and um I did not get any um, dissenters there at all. Nobody, everybody is ready to rock and roll. Uh, once we um, decide to go, I'm going to have a Zoomer with uh, everybody so I can cover a lot of different items. Having a team meeting, it's going to be difficult to have a team meeting at two sites once we go. And uh, it's just there's all this communication concerns that I have that I'm going to have to be very creative with. So, But I am learning one thing. Zoom is solid. Uh, it's a great platform to work from. Like I said, I think there's a visceral component to it that's missing in Skype and other FaceTimes and things like that. This one is, um, they've done a nice job with this. So um, I'm going to take full advantage of it. And then once we are able to get together, figure out different ways and creatively to be able to speak to the guys, obviously, in person to discuss different matters. But um, as a group, uh, our scheduler, uh, Garko and Gallego, have done a wonderful job along with the pitching coaches. So... Um, it's been fascinating, and there were two things I told them: is it's going to be uncomfortable and inconvenient. And those are those are two those two words we got to keep in mind in order to keep our um, focus proper. Because if you're looking for convenience and things that are comfortable, it's not happening anytime soon. Joe, with the roster you have and the benefit, if you want to call it that, of some extra time here for guys to go through their rehab, and we've talked about Griffin Canning, Shohei Otani, Max Stassi, uh, just to name a few. Do you like mm-hmm. your chances if you guys do come back and play? Of course, yes, I do. And and the big thing with that is this. like I'm, The things I'm talking about, I can't emphasize enough. 
Um, everybody, every team, every player has pretty much been going through the same routines wherever they exist. Um, you know, there's probably been larger groups in some facilities, from what I understand, working out, but I'm not really concerned about that. It's just normal BP taking ground ball, throwing a catcher in the bullpen. That, that doesn't matter where you do that. Um, the group that really overcomes the emotion of the moment, I think, has the best chance of putting their best foot forward sooner with that, and, and the group that's not distracted. Uh, by the different uh, items that are going to be dangling in front of you constantly, it's going to be uncomfortable. Like I said, there's going to be a, there's going to be that, and there's going to be um, distractions, and you, you've got you've got to be able to focus through that. So um, I'm really that's what my uh, intent is, and that's what I want to work on with our guys because uh, we're good, we're very good. I like our players a lot. I like our, like I said, I, I like our pitching a lot more than it's being given credit for. So if we're able to come together and get on the same sheet sooner, uh, then yes, I really like our chances. In what ways do you manage differently in a season of, let's say, 50 or 60 games once the game begins? Well, uh, we're going to start whenever, um, right around August 1st, it looks like, something like that. So if that's the case, the point's going to be, listen, we would have all accepted the fact that you're in first place on August 1st. Tied. I'll take it. Um, and then you're, what you're in is the playoff run right here. So uh, when you're in a playoff mode, man, it's different. Uh, probably less patient with starters. Uh, you don't have to necessarily rest your guys, your position players, unless maybe in the beginning a little bit. It depends on how long camp is. Uh, when you come on the backside of camp, maybe treating that like the last week of spring training, that's a possibility to give guys legs rest. But for the most part, you could go uh, deeper with starters if they if they can, if they're having a good day. If they're not, you just have this uh, a bullpen that you're going to have to get to maybe a little bit sooner. Think playoffs, think first place, think August in first place. How do you do that? That's what you do now. Joe, what are you hearing on the designated hitter? Do you think we'll ever see pitchers hit again in our lifetime? Probably not. Probably not. I, I'm not a fan, but probably not. Um, I just um, love the nuance of the National League game. Um, I'll argue with anybody. There's so much more to think about. Um, and also, you know, the one thing I learned over there, too, it's uh, the, the natural uh, positioning of the hitter in the batting order causes you to take them out of some games, which then permits you to keep his pitch count numbers and innings pitched in somewhat of a good order. It's like back in the day when Gibson went complete games all the time or Drysdale or whomever. I mean, it's just that doesn't exist. So that's romanticizing it. It's not going to happen again. You're not going to see that kind of a picture. So uh, with all that, um, you, you, you're going to see um, a different method uh, coming into play with the pitchers. And so the bullpens are going to really be prominent, I think, uh, from when the season begins to the end. Joe, I read something over the weekend. It was an article on Shohei Otani, and obviously because of his Tommy John surgery last season, he didn't weight train. How big of a deal is that for today's modern player to go a season without getting in the weight room? Well, you know, Shohei's got a lot of the similar traits of Hugh uh, Darvish, and um, I think their training, from what I understand, coming up as youngsters was very similar. Um, culturally, it's just a little bit different. And I know you, uh, the first year we had him, was unable to or did not lift like he had in the past. 
Um, I don't really really understand, and I can't tell you why, but it, I'm pretty certain that's what occurred. Then last year, he got back into more uh, normal routines, which is a lot of heavy lifting, which a lot of guys don't do. And you saw what he did last year. And as a matter of fact, I just texted with him today. He's, I really like this guy a lot. Um, so I think that Shelly's going to probably, um, I would imagine, uh, want to um, get back to some more tried and true stuff. But I don't even know, like I said, what's permitted or not. This is all a medical side of things, but I do know you, Darvish, uh, did like to be uh, like to lift heavier weights, and uh, I saw the performance really, really. Uh, last year was unbelievable to watch him pitch. On a scale from zero to ten, what is your enthusiasm level as far as getting the word that we're going to play and let's go, let's play some baseball? Oh, listen, I am the whole thing. I mean, God, don't miss it. I keep telling myself, don't miss it, be uncomfortable, and be inconvenient. This is an opportunity, if we do this right, and if we really take time to understand it, it's really similar to the time I grew up in the 60s and the 70s with all the conflict, social unrest, and now the game of baseball itself and, and how it's going to be played and warp speed and actually possibly in more of like an old-school method because I would like to believe Individual numbers are going to be on the back burner. Uh, the game is going to be uh, just to try to win the game any way you can. Um, we have. I, I went through the 60s and the 70s with the mushhead. I didn't really know what was going on. Now I do, and, I, and I'm hoping that our young athletes um, really, as as we're getting ready to come back and play baseball, don't miss everything else that's going on. Don't miss it um, and participate and to take part in to make a difference as we move this thing forward, uh, both on and off the baseball field. So um, I don't intend to miss it this time. Um, uh, right down to back in the days, to get so so with myself for not attending concerts back in the 70s with all those great bands that I never, uh, I was always doing something else. So stay active, stay involved, mentally involved. Uh, let's, let's get this thing right, both on and off the field. And uh, just don't miss it. If you could have any band from the 70s reunite in your yeah. backyard tonight, who are you going with? Yeah, uh, Led Zeppelin and play it loud. <laughs> play it loud. I would take, the louder I the would better. Make, I would make such an excuse um, to anybody if they got back together to get take at least a week or five days off, whatever it takes uh, to get to see them play wherever. Like even if it's in July in the middle of a regular season, Billy, listen, I'm, I'm getting sick for the next five days. I'll see you. Um, that, that, what they did and how, I mean, I'm a big fan of so many different bands, but that particular group, um, if they were to get back together again, I would travel for that. Who's in charge of the music in Joe Madden's clubhouse? They are. The players always are in charge. Absolutely. Uh, I always have my own sound system in my office, though. So when you come in and enter at your own risk, spring training had this huge boombox. I found it at Fry's over there. It was great. It's a guy, I can't remember what the brand, LG or something, but it's huge. Great speakers. It's now in my office in Anaheim. So when you walk in, there's always something on. And Chicago had a great system there. Same in, um, in Tampa Bay. Uh, right here in our house, we just got it all fixed up. There's Sonos throughout the house now. I got this receiver here. It's an old, it's a Yamaha receiver that I'm sending back to Pennsylvania to hook up with my Sylvan Vega speakers in my little room that I have coffee and watch it snow every morning. 
I love sound play. Last night we watched Clear and Present Danger real loud. It was outstanding. <laughs> have you been uh, still tuning into The Office, or have you moved on to a different show? No, I'm there. I mean, we, 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 we got to reacquaint it with um, HGTV. I, listen, I, 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 get, I don't even know if I should be disappointed in myself or pleased with myself, but I mindlessly watch HGTV, whether all the love of the listed or uh, what's his name, Tarek, uh, all these different shows. I think that's, that comes from my dad. My dad would have, my dad would have went nuts watching these uh, building shows and tearing things apart. This is right up his alley. Uh, so maybe there's a part of him and me that causes me to sit there for a couple, three hours after dinner and just, I'm an HGTV freak also, I have to confess. Oh, absolutely. That's because of your dad. My dad used to come up every other weekend and do like a project when I was a young single guy living in a home by myself and I would buy these old beat up houses and my dad would come up and we'd go get a hamburger together and we'd work on projects and uh, get in his van and drive up to Home Depot. And ever since then, I'm just like you. I'm watching those rebuild shows all the time on television. It, it's absolutely because of your dad, Joe. It is. It's great. It is. There's, there's a lot of interesting content, but, but by the same token, I was telling Jay, my wife, I'm so disappointed in myself as a reader. Um, I think, you know, part of the, uh, the reason why I don't read nearly as much as I did is because of that. Streaming television, lack of commercials, content that you're interested in, really pulls you away from reading a book. And I'm, I really don't like that about me right now. And I've said that often for the last couple of years. So at some point, I got to do something about it. Because you know, I read as much as anybody you've ever known read, that read a lot. I was that guy. And I've gone away from it. I, that's the one part about me that disappoints me. But I need to, I mean, I read constantly. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like I read all day long, but I read news content or magazine articles. But I don't read novels. And I need to start doing novels at some point. How about the best self-motivation book you ever read? Uh, I like Believe It and You'll See It uh, by uh, Wayne Dyer. I really like that. I like um, Blink uh, by Malcolm Gladwell. I like the idea of intuitive thinking. Um, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, Stephen Covey. When I read that, that made it, that had a big impact on me, the, the pyramid, uh, whereas you, uh, you build on top of uh, Seek to Understand Before You Understood as an example with that. Um, he was talking about meetings after meetings, uh, sort of devastating um, the, the water cooler stuff. I mean, there's so many things that derive and that I utilize with what I do today from all the different books, Dale Carnegie stuff. Um, read it all, man. I'm telling you, it was, it was ridiculous. I, I look back at all the different things that I've read. Um, like I said, self-help, yeah, big part of it. Novels, fiction. I'm a big fiction guy. I love fiction. Nonfiction, I've done it, like some of the guys that I've idolized. Um, but uh, I love fiction. I love good fiction. Um, I've always been jealous of the ability to do that. Joe, your message to Angel fans when it comes to a return to play is what? Yeah, it's going to happen. I don't, I don't know the format yet. Um, I would, it's got to begin right around the, the latter part of July, right at the beginning part of August. It has to in order to uh, meet the time frames that are there. Um, it's frustrating right now to listen and watch, and uh, I get that. It's very frustrating. I just hope you don't lose um, interest. Um, it is the best game. It is our national pastime. I don't care what anybody says. We need uh, we need to create a resurgence. We need to reconnect with youth. 
in order to do that, as well as the, the old standard fans and uh, like your pop and my pop would have been. But we have to figure out how to reconnect or connect with the youth in order to get them involved. And um, just a lot of that to me, like we've talked about before, would be um, connecting uh, via uh, technology would be a great place to start beyond just getting kids that actually want to play, just getting kids that want to be interested. And whatever helps create that interest, I'm absolutely on board with being part of that. I have my own ideas. I've talked to you about outer Skype and, and the ability to Zoom. Um, Zoom right now, I think, is the would be a great way, technologically speaking, to connect with the vast amount of kids. Uh, as often as we can with every player in Major League Baseball, um, utilizing a half hour out of the day, because everybody did one, one guy did a day, uh, the impact would be uh, so dramatic. So that's all these things I think need to be done, but uh, we need to get back to work. Right now we have a perfect venue, uh, being the only game in town. To be out there to be seen, we have a chance to carry the message. And again, like I'm saying, both help both on and off the field with what's going on in our country. Um, I think that'd be awesome, and I'm all for it. Amen to that. Uh, Joe Madden, skipper of the Angels on a Madden Monday. Oh, I almost forgot. You. As, your you. your, as, as your personal assistant, Joe, I just want to let yes, you sir. know, it is mm-hmm. uh, you had this guy briefly in Tampa Bay. Brad Hopp celebrates a birthday today. And also uh, J- Jason Mott celebrates a birthday today, who was good for you out wow. of the pen in 2015. He was 8-1. and one. Great guys, both of them. I had Brad less than Jason. Jason followed. Jason and my son Joey have become buddies. Jason is, uh, God, he's just such a real, real guy. I got his wife and his, his little girl got to know them. And uh, uh, not just, I'm not downplaying Brad. I just wasn't around him enough. But he's also equally wonderful. But Jason Mott, uh, was, I think he got the last out of the World Series, didn't he, for the Cardinals? Yes. And uh, you talk about compete. He's kind of like Percy. You know, he's just a max effort kind of a guy, and here it is, rock and roll. And if he has a bad day, he'll be the first guy to stand in front of the reporters and say, I had a bad day, I stunk today, but I'll be better tomorrow. God, did I love him for that. Oh, and also today, Pistol Pete Maravich, born in Aliquippa, hey, Pennsylvania, would have been 73, Joe. That's sad because I'm a big fan. Um, uh, Pistol, he's from that same area with Joe, Joe Willie. Uh, all these guys, Coach Ditka, uh, Montana, that's Western PA. That's on the other side. It's such a hotbed. Uh, but Pistol Pete, that's a good book. You talk about the uh, nonfictions that I've read. That was one of them. I can't remember exactly. The, the same writer that wrote that, I think, wrote the book about Name It, called Name It. Um, but the Pistol Pete book is outstanding. If you, you can still um, YouTube some of the videos of this guy, some of the things he did with the basketball. I'm, you know, you could go, you could go Curly Neal and the Globetrotters, Metal Life Lemon. Uh, they can't do what Pistol Pete was able to do. Incredible. Yeah, there was only one Pistol Pete, no question about that. Hey, Joe, by the way, mm-hmm. when I get off work tonight, I'm going to uh, go online and I'm going to read Believe It and You'll See It on your recommendation, all right? Yeah, check it out. Oh, my God. I mean, that's well, that's on our wall. It's on the, on the identity wall. Um, I had that put on her, Believe It and You'll See It. You know, again, of course, too many people have to see it to believe it. Um, you know, when you're trying to get something done that's never been done before, whether that's getting the race to go to the World Series or eventually the Cubs um, to win in the World Series. And uh, you have to have this belief system in advance. Um, there's, always, there's always skeptics. There's always negative people that want to shoot you down or um, you know, take pot shots at uh, your methods, your optimism. That's fine. 
go for it, man. But at the end of the day, we're going to beat you somehow. Next week, I'm already looking forward to discussing the identity wall that you just dropped in there. I can't wait to talk about that. Joe, you're awesome. And as always, I truly appreciate the time. Thank you so much, sir. My pleasure, buddy. Thank you very much. You take care, all right? You do the same. See you, man. Joe Madden, manager of the Angels on a Madden Monday. Thanks for listening to Madden Monday with Angels manager Joe Madden. Tune in every Monday for Madden Monday at 320 and 520 here on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. BR&Co is a building resources and construction company that incorporates innovation and technology to the world of building through the professionals of the building industry and your single point of contact for all things building. Visit their website at brco.com to explore their recent work like the completion of the Thompson Autism Center for Chalk Children's Hospital in Orange County. BR&Co, building things that matter and proud supporters of the Angels Baseball Foundation. Okay, welcome back. It is the Sports Lodge here on a Madden Monday, and uh, the players have voted against the 60-game proposal offered up by Major League uh, Baseball owners. So that would lead me to believe, up next, the commissioner, Rob Manfred, will now decide whether or not to implement a season. If so, how many games? And the word is around 50 So if we're going to get baseball in 2020, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It's going to be about 50 games. Probably not what any of us wanted to see. Madden Monday, always brought to you by BR & Co. They want to wish everyone out there all the best during these difficult times. Stay safe wherever you are. Stay safe. And check out Biarco online at brco.com. That's brco.com. The Sports Lodge on a Madden Monday. Thanks so much for hanging with me.